Hello friends, what a joy to be in your homes, rooms, offices, wherever you are right now, wherever you're watching from. I'm so glad to come into your space. This is your host, Nike Adeyemi, or Real Woman with Nike Adeyemi. Today, it's an interesting one that I'm going to be looking at. We're looking at love languages, but particularly words, the words of affirmation, the words of affirmation in marriage or in our relationship. So sit back, call your friends, don't go away, stay with me, tell them to tune into this station right now and I'll be back. Welcome back. Today we're looking at the words of affirmation in relationships or in our marriages. If we want to have successful relationships, we must pay attention to each other's love language. We must look at what the other person values and love them accordingly. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives. Love your wives as Christ loved the church. And it also says that wives, love your husband. Um, submit to your husband, which means respect your husband, which also means love. Um, Ephesians chapter 5, that's from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. If you back up to verse 20, 21, it talks about submitting to one another in love. So this tells us that both parties actually love one another. Okay? Um, and like respect, so respect your husband. And like attention. The whole idea is to pay attention to that person you are in a relationship with. The whole idea is to study them is to um, ensure they're growing and that you are growing in love. It's important when you're married to someone, you're in covenant relationship with the person, okay? It's not something you get into and you're like, okay, this is not working, you get out immediately. You are to seek to make it work, you're to put in effort, okay? And um, marriage can be beautiful, can be blissful. Of course, it's not, um, a walk in the park uh, sometimes it's difficult adjusting to one another that's where you prayerfully you pray for one another you pray with one another you put in the work you understudy one another this is an area where a lot of people really have overlooked um, the need to study your partner okay we study God we study about God we grow in God um, you know, and spirituality, and that's important because we need to grow in the fruit of the spirit, grow in patient, in our life, um, being patient, um, doing away with anger and all of those things. But it's important to study, know yourself, and know the person you're married to, know the person you are in a relationship with. So this is also for those who are not married, single, you're engaged in a relationship, you're planning to get married, how do you um, meet this person's need? And today, I'm focusing on affirmation, words of affirmation. In the other episodes, we will be able to go into all the other um, love languages. And this was inspired by Gary Chapman that wrote a book, The Five Love Languages. And I've also written a book called The Language of Love, which was really inspired by his own writing you know, and that book you can get on my website, nkfdm.com. It's an ebook, 
and it's available. Now, I'll go straight into words of affirmation. Someone who has words of affirmation as their priority language of love, they value being affirmed, just like it sounds. They value being complimented. They value feedback. They value being um, talked to. Um, for example, they achieve something. They want you to notice and say something about it. Or even if they're struggling with something, they want you to say, oh, do you want me to help you with that? Or to say, oh, well done, good job, you did really well. Okay, so they don't come back with um, something they achieved at work or at school. I say, hey, look at what I achieved today, you know, and all of it was hard work, but you know, I made it and all of that. And then you just go, hmm, no, that would totally crush them. Or you just nod. And to you, you feel that nod is a nod of approval, you feel it's a nod of affirmation, but... You've got to verbalize it. You've got to say it because words is their love language. That's their love language. It may not be your love language. So as a man or a, a woman who is married, your husband's love language may be words of affirmation, but you don't do much of words. You are someone who believes more in action and less, less, less talk and, you know, you talk less for you believe in acts of service. Um, you believe in doing stuff for him, helping him sort things out. And that is good and he's okay with that, but he's not happy, he's not fulfilled. You're not hitting the nail on, on the head because you keep um, passing up opportunities or you keep not noticing opportunities to say something or you keep avoiding opportunities to say something about what he's doing, what he has done, um, you keep overlooking or sidestepping opportunities to affirm him or to affirm her. You see, you're not doing it deliberately, but they might take it personally. Even if they don't take it personally, it affects them because words matter so much to them. So look at it. Once you discover that, um, once you discover that, you've got to make effort to love your spouse, love your spouse. Um, love that person you're in a relationship according to that language of affirmation. Even when you look at your children, you you know your child or your children, you pay attention. There may be that one child who really likes to be affirmed. That child who says, uh, "Are you proud of me, mommy? Are you proud of me?" You know, my youngest daughter used to say that when she was a whole lot younger, and I would tell her, "Yes, I'm proud of you." I didn't know that her love language, one of her love languages was words of affirmation but i would respond and say yes i'm proud of you this is amazing you know when she would get a very you know good mark a score in her test or whatever at school and um, i would say yes i'm proud of you and so i always try to make sure that i remember to say that even before she says are you proud of me so that's say your child shows you the report card or whatever and says hey look mom i did so look at what i got don't just say hmm, hmm, that's nice you know don't exclaim and say, wow, this is so good, well done. You see, people like that, they want to hear well done. They know they did well, but they want to hear it. So if you go out and buy them a gift, that's okay. In your heart, you feel I'm saying well done by buying a gift, by buying a cookie or something and say, here, this is for you. But they may not interpret that as love because you have not said what they want to hear. So if your spouse is like this or your better half, your 
um, fiance or whoever you're in relationship with or any of your children, pay attention. It's so important. Don't think to yourself, oh, why are you always needing validation? Why must I always tell, say, I love you? Don't you know I love you? Why must I always say it? You have to always say it because they want to hear it. That's just their love language. Someone else may get by without you saying I love you to them for the whole day, for the whole week. But you have done things that speaks of love to them. Okay? And in subsequent episodes, I'll be able to go into some of the other love languages. Um, so people who have words of affirmation as their love language, it's the same thing when you speak very harsh words to them. So it's not enough to like um, be quiet. So earlier on I described maybe you're silent about something where you should affirm. That would hurt them. Now, if you also give harsh words, harsh criticisms, we're not saying you should not correct them or correct this person, but you've got to do it gently. You've got to do it with wisdom. You've got to do it maybe with the sandwich approach, which is you want to give a harsh word, you want to give a difficult criticism, something that may not go down too well about a project they've done or about, or about the food they have made for you or for the family or whatever. You don't just go straight and say, oh, this food is nasty. Oh, this project is terrible. You did, no. You want to correct them. You want to let them know that they didn't really do that well. You know, you want to point it out so they can do better. I think it's best to use a sandwich approach, which is to look for something good to compliment about them first, whether about that project or whether even about them. So you can say, look, I know how hardworking you are. I see how you work night and day. Or I know how hard you worked on this project. Or I know how you put your best into this Um even though you may not have gotten the full recipe, you know, and all that, but you really struggled with it in the kitchen. I can see how you put in effort, you know. Or there's one thing about you, you always put in effort, you, you know. And then the next thing coming, <laughs> they probably already know that, okay, what is it? But, or and, you could do better, you could improve a bit if you just, if you added this or paid attention to this recipe more or, you know. And then, but nonetheless, it's amazing. You know, I just want to help you to go to the next level. How cool is that? So you've made a pleasant statement, an unpleasant statement as the second statement, and then you wrap it up, you, 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 know, you, you cover it up with a pleasant statement as the third statement. And sometimes it could even be something like, well, again, you know, you, you have an amazing smile. You, you know, it could be just something that would um, not make them forget that criticism that you really want them to pay attention to, but they feel good because words of affirmation is their love language and you have sandwiched something not so nice, <laughs> you know, in between two powerful um, words that um, build them up and make them feel really great. So it's not about avoiding the hard stuff. Because if we avoid telling people or telling the people in our lives, especially someone you're in covenant with, the hard stuff, something you know they're doing wrong, and if you do not correct them, someone else may not tell them. You might be the only one who has really noticed, or you might be the only one that's bold enough to tell them so that they can be better. And if you shy away from it, because you know words, good words build them up, harsh words crush them, but you must let them know still. So in love, 
The Bible talks about speaking the truth in love. Yes, it talks about speaking the truth in love to one another. And sometimes the truth is bitter. Okay? Um, so people with love words of affirmation, you've got to be careful about how you communicate the words. You've also got to communicate with words. You cannot afford to be silent. Silent, being silent is like you're not, they're not, they feel that they're not important. They feel like you don't notice them, okay? So this is so, so important. I love words of affirmation. It's one of my love languages. Not my top one, it's one of my love languages. Because I feel, communicate, give feedback, you know, whether nice or not nice. I want to hear, I want to know, you know, communicate. And so pay attention to this. As I'm speaking now, I know that some of you are already thinking, okay, that's so me, that's so me. Maybe words of affirmation is your love language. Your spouse does not know. Let them know. Explain yourself. You see, it's one thing for someone to pick up and understand you. It's one thing for you to understand yourself. Because if you understand yourself, you are able to express to your partner, to your spouse, you know, um, who you really are. So it shortens the journey of them trying to discover and trying to find out. Meanwhile, you're boiling, you're getting angry, like they are not getting you. Have you heard people say, oh, you know, I'm in a relationship, it's most like the person I'm going to marry, why he gets me. He gets me or she gets me. This is what they're trying to say when they say he gets me on point, which means that when it comes to their love language, when it comes to communication, when it comes to the, the way they want to be loved, the person so understands whether he or she whether they've done their research or whether it just happens to click that way there is joy in the fact that you get me there's joy in the fact that each time i need something or each time you try to do something good for me you keep missing the mark hello <laughs> you know you're trying to give me good feedback but you keep saying the wrong things <laughs> you've got to pay attention You've got to pay attention and do it excellently. Um, I'd like to go to another love language. There are about five of them. I'd like to go to another one. So we've talked about words of affirmation, and that is so important. Um, even especially for children, pay attention to your words. Pay attention to how each child will react to words. Some children, even some um, adults, your spouse, your fiancé, may not... Words of affirmation may not be huge for them. And that is why even when you say something that is not so nice, they just let you roll off their back or they tell you, oh, that's not nice, I don't like that. And they let it go. They don't internalize it because words of affirmation is not a huge thing for them. But you um, forget their birthday or you forget to take the trash out when you're supposed to take the trash out. And you would see, <laughs> you know. So I'm going to the other, one other love language which is acts of service now this is not in any order of importance there are five love languages but none is more important than the other so don't think that i started with words of affirmation so that's the most important one no they all weigh equally um they're all equally important so acts of service people or someone who has acts of service as their love language do things for them do things on their behalf take care of stuff for them, your relationship will go to the next level. Your relationship will be smoother than ever before. And you wonder, what did I do? Yep, 
it's because you began to hit the nail on the head. You began, you began to get them. Get them. And so he or she will begin to say, he gets me. Wow, finally he gets me. She gets me because it's so on point. So before you have bitten around the bush, not sure, you do this one day like she's happy, you do this another day like, ah, what is it does, does she really like? What does he really like? Take time to find out. And if they don't know, because sometimes we cannot articulate what we like, you know, because we have not discovered ourselves or we have not um, put in the research to be able to um, encapsulate it maybe in one word, okay? All we know is that we react negatively to certain things. So people who ask of service is their love language. If the person doesn't know herself or himself, they just find that they're irritated when things are undone and things are undone. And they complain about the church, they complain about the dishes not done. They're working hard, but they complain that you, their spouse or their um, significant other or their, you know, um, fiance or whatever, is not helping them. And you're thinking, but I, the other day, I, it's just not working out. And they're unable to tell you that, look, acts of service is my love language. And because it's acts of service, people like me, this is what they expect. So such a person, if they don't know acts of service is their love language, they won't be able to let you know, but yet they will be irritated. So that's why it's important to know yourself. Know how you are wired, know how God made you. These things may not sound super spiritual, but let me tell you, they go a long way. You may say, oh, okay, where is acts of service in the Bible? It may not be written as acts of service. But I tell you, it is there. Moreover, there are people who are Christians or not, like I said, Gary Chapman wrote this book. There are people who have done research and they have come up with tools and resources like this to help us in addition to the word. And it is not contrary to the Bible. It is not contrary to the word of God. They are tools that help our minds, that help our emotions. And our spiritual lives as well. So you see, you can pray, pray, pray to, for this marriage to be better. Lord, I'm praying for my husband. I'm praying for... But you keep doing the wrong things. I mean, what you're doing is not bad, but you keep not getting him. You keep not hitting the nail. You keep missing the mark because you don't understand him. Yet you are praying. And after you've prayed, maybe you will stumble on a book that will be an eye-opener. Maybe you will stumble on Real Woman with Nikki and Amy on TV and realize that, oh my God, this is what I have needed. So these are tools that I've given you. So acts of service, people like this, when you do stuff for them, they're on cloud nine. You're on cloud nine, the marriage is sweet. You may not tell them I love you that much, you may not, um, but they might combine it also with words of affirmation because most of us will have one or two or three out of the five as our love languages, but one will weigh more than the other. So you do, there's an exercise you can carry out, and I'll tell you, I won't tell you in this episode, I'll probably tell you in the next episode. There's an exercise you can carry out, there's a website you can go to and carry out and run the test and find out your love language because you're going to answer certain questions and it's just going to come out for you. Your number one, your number two, maybe your number three love language, and you yourself are going to be amazed and say, oh yes, this is so me. This is so me. And so you're able to love on yourself. You're able to let other people love on you the way you expect them to love you. So people will ask of service. Um, you fill out a resume for them. You see, um, you see something online. You know they're looking for a job. 
and then you see you stumble online on an advert for a particular job that is in their field or it's not in their field but you think it would be good for them to apply you send them the message and say hey here's the link you don't even say oh i saw this place online and you said i saw this online here's the link check it out i'm telling you you've done amazing just by forwarding that link or you even went ahead to even fill out i mean i think you might be able to do that depending on how close you are if you're married to the person you might be able to say hey i saw this but because of time i just quickly put in an application for you here's the link complete it if you're interested because again you don't want to take over their lives but you already know that acts of service is up we'll do it for them so you not only found it you did the immediate thing you put in their name and all that put in their email i say hey expect to get an email from whatever agency work agency or school or whatever um, because i filled out you know a brief application not the full application but i just pitched in something for you and you get it they won't say who sent you they won't say why did you do this no acts of service they're going to be like thank you i'll wait for the email and follow because you've done the hard stuff for them you you noticed and you didn't gloss over it and you forwarded it to them that you might need this you've acted you've done a service for them okay um so that's it so if you tell them oh i saw this and whatever the next thing they say so what did you do hey i just saw it oh they're gonna feel bad because they feel like you should have done something more don't just tell me you know so this is so important i'm telling you it would do wonders for your marriage for your relationship to notice the love language of this person that is in your life they will blossom they will thrive so find out their top love language find out their top two or top three and begin to manifest it many times the mistake we made is make is we want to love people in our lives according to the love language that we value it may not be their love language it might be their love language it might coincide but it may not so if acts of service is your love language but um something like um should i say physical touch which i will come to but i, I do want to talk about that in this episode um or one of the other love languages or words of affirmation is the love language of your spouse or your best friend you don't want to keep loving the person by doing stuff for them because you like to do stuff for people and you like people to do things for you acts of service is your love language right but if this other person values words of affirmation or physical touch or quality time they may not appreciate your acts of service everybody else may feel like wow he does amazing things for you or she does you know before you're back she would have cooked before you do this she's already done it now if love love if what acts of service is not your love language if it's not even number two or number three if it's number five or if it's not in your radar at all you're going to be irritated because for everything they try to do for you on your or do on your behalf as someone that does not like work with acts of service you're going to be angry you will think they're trying to take over your life you're going to be like why why didn't you just tell me you saw a link why did you go and fill it out for me why did you who sent you and because you like to help you're going to feel bad you know and people around you, if you get they get to hear they're going to feel bad for you and they're going to say she or he 
you know, is a very wicked and um, ungrateful person. How can someone do this for you and you're not grateful? But if they understand the love languages, if the person is a marriage counselor, a relationship counselor, which really if you're having issues, that's where you should take your matter to, not just tell anybody around what you're doing, because they may make matters worse. So if they do not understand the love language, they will not help you resolve it. So if you brought it to someone like me, I would immediately know that, oh no, look, you are missing the mark. You're missing the point, okay? It's not that she doesn't appreciate it, but she doesn't appreciate it because acts of service is not her love language. It's not his love language. She'd rather do it herself. So you're doing it for her or helping her or helping him. They feel threatened. They feel like you are imposing. They feel you're trying to take over your life. And seriously, that is how they feel. So all your good intentions are going to the trash. How is that? There's no one that wants their good intentions to go to waste. I don't want to do some thankless job, kind of, you know, for my spouse or for my family. Um, and I don't say thankless in the sense that I could do something for someone that doesn't know me. I can expect them to say thank you for a stranger, for someone who's begging by the roadside for money. I could feed them and not expect it. Thank you. Hello. Um, stuff like that. But we're talking about the person you are in covenant with. Um, so study to find out what their love language is so that you can hit the nail on the head every single time. So friends, we talked about two love languages in this episode. Stay with me um, this time next week. Tune in so that you can listen to the rest and so that you can get that tool, that website and that tool, that resource that you can go find out what your love language is so that you can begin to release targeted love, specific love to your significant other, to your spouse, to your children in the way that they will realize that you get them and your marriage will soar to the next level. So, so that I come your way again, keep shining, God bless you. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's simply at Nike Adeyemi. Bye for now.